By his mercies, he has initiated our, our coming together here. And I'm in awe of, I'm in awe of his presence. I am, I am in awe of his, of the weight of his intention. Praise God. I want you to know that you have come for, uh, you have come to a special, a special gathering that carries a very, very, very significant um, relevance and connotations in line with the purposes and the intentions of God for the times that we are in. I want you to know that you have, um, you have come, I want you to know that we, we have come for, for a great time, not just to have fun, um, there is a spiritual, a supernatural, there is an urgency in heaven. And it is that urgency that has uh, initiated and has called for these, this gathering. And I might need you to know and to appreciate and to understand that um, for those of us whose hearts are here, um, you are not going to be the same after these um, seven days. And um, praise God. And so, um, you are going to have, um, you're going to have Encounters with the Spirit of the Lord. It's, it's going to be different from the ones you have had before. It's going to be um, encounters that will definitely position you in a place where you can execute the plans and the purposes of God over your life. Um, the, the life that we have been called to live cannot be executed or lived out by just natural abilities. Huh? No, no, no. There has to be some divine imputes that makes it possible for you to execute the type of life that God has ordained us to execute. The challenge is that many of us are so used to natural life that we have an assumption that natural success always counts. We have an assumption that natural success always counts. But the truth is, not all success in the natural counts. Are we together here? Now, there is, there is a, 
there is a spiritual yardstick benchmark by which God is going to judge you. Are we together here? It's different from the benchmark that your parents has for you or the society has for you. Now, for you to manifest and for you to execute that, that, that life that is the ordained life, you need some spiritual impute uh, that needs to be invested into your spirit man that will turn you to another man and make it possible for you to execute divine um, destiny. And um, in such gatherings like this, there is a holy mix of spiritual um, impute. There is a perfect mix of it that the Lord will begin to administrate in the, in the course of this interaction. And the administration of that is going to cause you to rise up uh, beyond, uh, beyond and above human strength and human ability so that you'll be able to do more than you ever imagined. Uh, our, our imagination is not the best, it's not, it's not the best picture of our destiny. Im imagination cannot completely capture the purposes of God over your life. Because the Bible talks about our eyes have not seen, our ears have not what heard, and how it has not entered into the heart of men. Are we together here? What God has ordained for us. Eh? So imagination, eyes has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who are who love him. Praise God. So even if, even if all your dreams come to pass, it doesn't equate fulfilled life. Because eventually life is a gift. And then when you meet the giver, you will find out whether you lived the life he gave you. Life, life is a gift. And we need to, until we meet the giver, before we can find out if the one we lived was the one he gave. Are we together here? Yes. So, uh, I need you to appreciate the weight of God that has been ordained for this gathering. There is an ordained weight of God's glory for this gathering. And I also want to say to you that this is an apostolic meeting. And the reason for that phrase, or the, the meaning of that phrase, is that it's a meeting that the center of that meeting is Christ. What that means is that um, the primary purpose of this gathering is not to meet, is not to meet your needs, even though your needs will be met. But it is to unveil the heart of the Lord, the purposes of the Lord, and the wisdom that is necessary in the execution is the execution of that purpose. Those are the dimensions and the operations of the spirit that will be here. And then of course, there's also going to be impartation. That is the crux of apostolic ministry. The, the impartation of 
of lifestyle. Are we together with me here? And so, but I'm saying all of these things so that you can appreciate what is available here. Let me tell you why you are here. The only reason why you are here is that your spirit man heard the trumpet of an angel. I know you think somebody invited you, but you are specifically chosen for this. How many of you had a feeling as though you just have to be here? Lift up your hand. You just know you have to be here. It's, it's, a, it's a trumpet. It wasn't publicity that brought you here. Are you together with me? It's ordination that brought you here. So, you shall begin to you shall begin to experience a whole lot. Let me say this to you that Okay, I'll say that later. So uh, I welcome everyone. I welcome all the pastors. Please, if you're a pastor, um, you, can, you can have your seat there in this side of the auditorium. That will be a great privilege to have you seated there. I also want to appreciate the presence of um, um, Pastor Yomi Akirili from the Pastor Church. Also, the Pastor Church is at Badagri, um, before Badagri. So if you're around that area, you have, if you don't have a pastor, you can get one in Pastor Yomi. Also, we have the very Reverend Felix Alala Day. He's as, he's as anointed as his height. More, in fact, more anointed than his height. Praise God. So, um, so when you are in this kind of place, you want to open your heart. Um, you want to be voracious, you want to be hungry, you want to meet the Lord because one, one impartation from Jesus will change the course of your life, you know? And uh, I tell you the truth, you cannot, you cannot uh, choose when the Lord downloads some dimensions of grace, you just have to wait for the steering of the waters. And um, these seven days is a particular steering of the waters of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And um, you are not sure when next this kind of... In the book of Acts chapter 13, the Bible talks about how there were certain um, prophets and teachers... You know, I'm just here to obey the Lord. I, I have no dot of intention to preach a beautiful sermon. Like, I don't have that desire at all. I am very careful 
everything I say. I'm very careful. I'm choosing my words because I am in awe of the intention of God over this gathering. And, and that is making me very, very, very careful so that I don't get my hands burnt. It's, 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 it's how you will feel. It's how a footballer will feel when he's asked to play the final penalty of the World Cup. I tell you the truth. I'm very careful. I don't send you. I send the Lord. <laughs> I just want to do it. I just want to... I just want to do what he asks me to do and just get down and just ask him, hope we have no problem. And I need him to say, no problem. You know. Now, in, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manin, who had, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, praise God. Now let's go back to the verse 1 of this scripture. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and, and teachers. So we see here a church that had come into some levels of maturity. And that maturity has led to the to the rising and the raising of, of prophets and teachers. Because many times the church starts as a cell, but you see that cell begins to develop. And um, a true apostolic, a, a true apostolic center is not first an apostolic center because there is an apostle. A true apostolic center is first apostolic because Jesus is the center. You need to understand that. Because you can, there can be an apostle in a house and uh, the house is not apostolic. Are we together here? So it's not, we don't say apostolic because of there is the office of the apostle. And this is a very important lesson because the challenge sometimes is that we focus on the jargon. By jargon, I mean, I mean um, titles and words, words that describe uh, a, a particular phenomenon. You know, you can say, for example, you can say governmental prayers. You can say we want to go and pray governmental prayers. And the prayer is nowhere governmental. You are just using jargon. A jargon that sounds powerful. But there are people who do not even cannot, do not know how to spell governmental. But pray. And the prayer is really governmental. Are we together here? Yes, so, the house is not... It's not apostolic because there's an apostle there. The house is apostolic because Jesus is the center. So if a few believers in the village or anywhere come together, love the Lord, and focus on Jesus and following Jesus by the authority of the Spirit, 
it's an apostolic house. Are we together here? So what, what makes it apostolic is the government of God. Are we together here? Now the reason this is important is because you need to appreciate the fact that ordinary can be powerful. That a people can, can coordinate themselves in all ordinary forms and yet it is powerful and apostolic without title and jargon. Now, this is how God has successfully freed himself. Huh? God has successfully freed himself from the monopoly of men. Because men sometimes love monopoly because monopoly is good for business. So usually men like to carve a monopoly out of the things of God and, um, and put labels so that when you don't carry the label, you have an assumption that you are not a participant. Now what the Lord has successfully done is that he has not come. Bible says Jesus did not commit himself to men. He was talking about that structure, that nature of man and one of the things he's talking about is that monopoly of man. And so he has freed himself so that God, Jesus, can be glorified anywhere without the validation of an institution. And that's why when he came, he didn't need to, he didn't need to, to submit himself to the Pharisees and Sadducees. Because when you even check the Pharisee and the Sadducee, they have no place in the law. It was just a ranking that men are developed from themselves. A powerful supernatural institution, religious institution that you would have an assumption that if you are not there, am I preaching here? You have an assumption that if you are not there, are my friends here? That you are not in the economy of God's kingdom. And so when Jesus came into the scene, he didn't have to line up to that system. And that's why when, he's, when, he, when he raised his first leaders, he didn't raise them from the synagogue. And, and that was a challenge that the first apostles had. Because those who had the titles and the jargon did not have the authority and so we're looking at a fisherman now standing in Israel and saying he is now the voice of God. The question is, which school did you go to? Do you know the Torah? And all of that. But God has not, has not committed himself to jargons and institutions that were raised by man. That is to say the glory can spring out from anywhere at any time. Any given time. And that is to say, I have no need to go get a stamp from the College of Bishops <laughs> to validate what God has put upon me. Now, if you understand this, you can, if you understood what I'm, understand what I'm saying now, you can fix it in every area of your life and understand that no matter the gang up and no matter the click in an industry, with focus on Jesus, you can still rise. 
Are we together here? So we definitely see here that the, the, the kingdom of God, the economy of God upon the face of the earth starts like a very little cell, cells are little, but in that cell are all the abilities, are all the functionaries that is needed in establishing a full-fledged kingdom uh, uh, expression. It starts as a cell, but inside that cell is all the ability. And that's why, that's why God needs to purify your eyes so that you can properly see small things. All God things start as small things. All God things, how do they start? They start as small things, but in, in, those, in that small thing, nothing will come from outside to upgrade it. Inside that small thing are all the possibilities of a mature nation inside a small thing. So I make both to say to you that you can, you can start great things. Huh? So there was a church in Antioch, but you see, in that church in Antioch has in it prophets and teachers. And now it's about to have apostles. That church in Antioch. In that gathering, it had it had metamorphosed. And we have seen prophets come out of it and teachers come out of it. Can I preach here? Yes, sir. Such, such wisdom of Jesus, such brilliance of God. You know, for us in our house, if you need anything, you go out to buy it. The kingdom does not operate. The kingdom doesn't go outside to get what it needs. And sometimes we think like that in even our divine assignments. We think about what we don't have. And actually what you don't have it's not really accurate. The real accurate language is what you don't see. If it's a God thing, it's, there is no possibility that it doesn't exist. If, it, if it's God that gave it to you, it's not possible you don't have. The only thing is that you don't want see. Why? Because it's too small for the natural eye to see. You need the Lord to purify your eye to see it because all that God will need and all that is needed to the fulfillment and the establishment of God's kingdom is existing in that small cell. So what does that mean? A church need not look for billionaires. Need not. It need not structure itself so that it can, it can get... Nobody from outside is coming. 
it need not attract anyone inside that house are prophets and teachers you need not you need not export prophets or teachers or billionaires or millionaires or whatever is needed for the full manifestation of the purposes of God are we preaching here So, so now, in that church that was at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon. Uh, Simeon, who was called Niger or Beniga. I think Niger is better. Now, now I, I want you to appreciate the dual citizenship that is being recorded in this verse. Because the verse started by telling us about prophets and teachers. That's heaven citizenship. It's now giving us their natural names. Now, that when their parents gave birth to them, they were not prophets and teachers. When the parents gave birth to them, there was Barnabas Simeon, who was called Nigger. Maybe it's his nickname. <laughs> now, that was the name their parents gave them, but just being in the church, he had metamorphosed. And this Barnabas is now prophet. This Simon is now teacher. Another one is Lucius, his prophet. So, so sometimes to find out your heaven's identity, God will put you in a church. You might think you are a sickler, but what if you are a healer? You might say, they can give back to you as SS. But you can be healer. That cell metamorphosis to strengthens. It doesn't leave you the same. Now it doesn't even upgrade you. It's not upgrade. A, a completely impossible reality dawns on you. And you start from Barnabas. And now you are prophets. So so we don't yet know who we are. Uh, are you together with me? We don't yet know who we are. Our parents don't know who we are. Nobody knows who we are. This is a very dangerous terrain. Dangerous zone. As everyone is gathered here, we don't know who anybody is here right now. As we are now, there might be a global apostle here. Who will upgrade all my apostolic teachings in years to come is here. Ah, there's nothing I can do about it. By the time Paul arose, Peter calmed down. 
<laughs> when Paul arose, Peter came. Hey, I was with him in the flesh. That's your business. Me and Jesus, we're here together. That's your business. Peter arose. Peter said, okay, to now, to now mess your mind up, some of the things, the, on the day of Holy Communion, he took me there. Because, not just vision, I was there and he took me there. Because he's the same yesterday, today and forever. He, he took me there. I've had two encounters that changed my life. One day God took me to Abraham. He changed my life. The second time God took me to the SU Revival. I've gone to the SU Revival. I went there. And because I needed an impartation from that from that place. It's the greatest, forget that we're building stuff. God appreciates that one than this one. How do I know I've gone there? And God has told me. That, that one, that SU Revival is That SU revival, Kai. Jesus was closer to the earth, to Nigeria, than now. The way we have been doing it, he has been packing his bag. <laughs> his father, yes, that one, he was, he was present. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon. So, so I was talking about that cell, right? It starts very small. It starts very simple, very, very insignificant. But everything needed for the establishment of the kingdom of, the, of God, for the entering of God's kingdom, is resident in that cell. Also, also in, in, in marriage. Why, why does God have confidence in making you marry, you know, somebody who has nothing? Why? Is he a wicked father? We just said again, that's your husband. And then you look at the husband. <laughs> and I like, got that one. God said, yeah, that's your husband. I said, God, that guy. That guy cannot... He can't even man himself. Talk less of husbanding. Um, yeah, God said that's husband. Why? Because God knows the cell of that marriage. As in it, everything. Listen, all your desires, even your natural ones, are contained in that cell. In fact, one of the very reasons why you should obey God is because that desire is containing that. You want to go to Bahamas. God give you somebody that cannot go to Jolegba. <laughs> now, in that God-ordained relationship, that thing, as we focus on Jesus, Bahamas is there. Yes, sir. It's there. It's inside it. It's there. It's there. Yes. Now, if you go and pick one, that it's not the cell of God. You will need things from outside. Yeah. yeah. The Lord will help us.
Manian who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Now, this one was working in Herod's house, like Herod rather, adopted this one. Herod would never have thought that the boy he's training is a prophet. Now, there's no amount of training Herod can give this boy. He can never be a prophet. No. There are no amount of philosophers that will be, if they employ Socrates and Plato, this boy can never be a prophet. There are things you can never turn out to become by earthly embellishment, earthly help. This one says only the spirit. Are you together with me? How many of you will know a school where there is prophet? Which university? Nowhere. Or can you go to one school and be an apostle? No, nowhere. Even if you go to a, to a seminary called Apostolic Seminary, you will, you will come out with certificate. You will not be an apostle. <laughs> Are you together with me? It's not, it's not possible. You, you will come out with a certificate, but you are not an apostle. Why? Because this one doesn't happen that way. You don't get it in lecture room. God infuses you into what we call church, local assembly, community. And as that community begins to focus on Jesus, everything Jesus needs to make sure that community fulfills his destiny begins to pop out. Begins to pop out from that place. Now, this understanding is what God needs you to have for you to have boldness and confidence for your life. Hmm? That what I don't have that I need, it can never be I don't have. It can be I'm not yet seeing it. <laughs> it's not possible that you don't have it. It's just that you are not what you are. Why? Because it's tiny. Why is it tiny? It's tiny because God won't see that way for now. It's tiny because to be ignored by men is a gift that God allows to happen to you so that he can, without stress, build what he's building. <laughs> if Jesus was born with fire on his head, he would not last two days. If he had come with fire and wings and say, I'm the son of God, it will not last two days. So they gave birth to him in a way where you have to have inner eye to know that as a savior. And only two people had it. <laughs> and the people who had it have a record of a fantastic prayer life. They were power. What's the name of that woman? Uh, Anna and Simeon. Those were pray. You can't see it with. If you open your eyes, like you will not see him. You can only see him with your heart, and it's the heart that has been ghosted. Holy Spirit has, has tampered with that heart. Then you can. Then you can see. Why are you depressed? You are seeing with these eyes. Now, why they needed the child? To, they needed him to grow. If, if he had come and, and, and maybe they did not even give back to him. Huh? If he had come from the cloud, they, would, they wouldn't let him land. They would have taken him out. But God allowed them to make sure that he was born ordinary. There was no even space to give back to him. 
no room to give birth to him. They just used a manger. And I gave birth to him. Nobody knew he was the savior. But those who have inner eye knew that this is the what? This is the savior. And that was how he grew in their hands. They did not know. God makes it small. Even Moses. Moses was so tiny. And so insignificant. That Pharaoh, Pharaoh could raise him. Pharaoh could pay his school fees. If Pharaoh planned that he would take over from him. That's how coded God does his things. That's how coded God does his things. So sometimes that's why God creates those seasons for you. Where he leaves you tiny. But if, if you pray hard enough, you will see. You see, without prayer, we can't see. It's, it's what you see in prayer that is real. Are we still here, friends? The Lord will help us. Amen. I said the Lord will help us. Amen. This week is your week. I said this week is your week. Amen. At the end of this week, you will turn out to another man. Amen. It will be more than a conference for you. Amen. Let's read. The next verse says, And as the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now, Separate to me Paul and Barnabas for the work which I have called them. Of course, you can appreciate that he who employs is he that must supply resources. I think that's a natural appreciation. Eh? Now, the, the apostolic call over Paul and Barnabas is that they were called to be apostles, you see. But there is no child of God who God does not want to call and who God does not have a calling for. Am I preaching here? Now, you might not be called to be an apostle, and most of you are not called to be an apostle. But eventually, every child of God must live as called. Now, to be called is not just for the apostle. Every child of God must push his intimacy with Jesus to the point where the Lord calls him. What's the implication of that? Now, when the Lord calls you, your life shifts. It shifts from trying to live a good life to having a powered life. Now, every one of us here, our life ought to be powered by the strength of a call. 
I'm even talking about your business. Whether it's business. I'm, even, I'm just saying that. As a child of God, you must push life to a point where you, you get intimate with the Lord and God counts you worthy to assign you to a task. Now, the task is not just what you will do. Sometimes the task is who you will be. You see, because the greatest achievement with God is to become. It is more powerful than to do. Because the witness of God is louder on those who have become than those who do. Becoming carries a greater witness than just doing. Now, have you heard a parrot call somebody's name? A parrot. Yeah? Yeah. Have you heard a parrot make some phrases? Now, when a parrot says something, if he says, come, ask him for the past tense of come. He does not know it. Now, now, a parrot can say come does not, does not mean that he really understands come. But he can say because he has the ability to what? To repeat what others have said, but he is not human. So it can't be a witness of what he's saying. He's just parroting something. He can do that work, but he can't be. So to become is a greater witness. Are we together here? Do you know, even if you die at old age, if we see you as a dead body, we still know you are a human being. Even in, you don't need to be alive for us to say this is a human being. You are the perfect witness of a human being because you are. So what does God do to us? He calls us to become so that we can witness. Now, when you are called to become... You step into the house of grace. Those who have become have grace. Are you with me? They have grace. What is, what is grace? Grace is the ability of God to be God. Grace. Because something I wonder if I want to understand, we think grace comes upon you to do something. That's okay. But grace is when, now, you know this man is walking with his two legs. I'm sure you don't count it as grace. You know what you count as grace? Maybe when he starts to walk with four, with his two hands, and he's struggling. I say, ah, grace, Lujan, Shio, grace, Lujan, Shio. We, we see grace as when we are doing a bit, a little bit better, and then we're struggling, but it's, if I want you to want to go somewhere, go I'm going to say, will you come to my... Say, well, by the grace of God. <laughs> say, by God's grace. You understand? It's the weak, it, unconscious to us is the weakest thing in our theology. What you can't do and what you won't do, you attach grace to it. If anybody tell you we'll give you something by God's grace, just for, forget about it. Just say, okay, give me take well, Let's look at next week. By God's grace, Sha. That Sha is the mean of that grace. It's weak. 
But actually, the way this man is walking like this is grace. Is the, is the thing he's doing without thinking. So he said the grace of God is what makes God God. So, so when you become, you step into grace. Oh, you don't get what What I'm saying is that after a while, some of you will, some of you will, will be healers. Healers. What does that mean? You have become. It is, it is more difficult for you not to heal somebody than to heal the person. It becomes more difficult not to heal than to heal. <laughs> Some of you, it becomes more difficult for you not to make money than to make. Making money becomes the easiest thing. In fact, oh my goodness. That's grace. That's grace. That's grace. And the world is about to see a gracious generation. Yes. Yes. I tell you. <laughs> Carriers of grace. Graced people. Graced. Graced. Because they have become. I said they have become. We are going to see graced husbands. Just graced. The man is just a graced husband. <laughs> the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus is, is he says, we'll be held his glory. Well, how is it? As the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace. How many of you know we take it for granted? I'm not even know that you have done things that you have you are sure that I won't forgive you. I say, ah, Eli, Momo, Eli, you say, Shai, Momo, Eli. This one is not a Shai, Momo. This is. But you say, for God, when you call him love, is it's not difficult for him to love you. He's not loving you by grace. I say, ah, by grace, it's not tough. It's not tough for him to love you. If you are not careful, you will take it for granted till you go to hell. That's how much is available for you. If you are not careful, you will take it for granted till you appear in hell. That's how much of love he is. The easiest thing for him to do in life is to forgive you. To, so to love, to, for God to love you is not tough. As I say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only because... Do you know how tough it is for you to give your own, your own, your your last five k? You know how tough it is. Sometimes when you are giving the money, itself, the kind of prayer you pray on the seed. <laughs> Say, oh Lord, oh Lord. <laughs> All your life problem, you point it on that seed. <laughs> The verse collected that seed. If it's not anointed, <laughs> it's tough. You know, giving for a lot of us is tough. No matter the preaching, it's tough. 
but you can become. You can become. That not giving will be what is tough. Not giving can be what becomes tough. It's not the giving. That's you have become. You have just become this. You have, you have been, you are graced. Now, in a true community, in a true spiritual community, call it a local assembly, call it a church, however you call it, what happens there? Am I preaching here? Yes, what happens there is that men become. That's why there are a lot of places you call churches that they are churches, actually, but that's not how God wants them to be. Because in those places, people are not becoming. Listen, you are not in church to enjoy salmon. You are in church to become. Yes. So that after a while, we can have a house where deafness doesn't happen. Because somebody has become a healer to take out deaf people. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. After the we might we see we might start looking as if we need money. But after some few years when we have looked at Jesus consistently and we have fellowshiped, then 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 they rise. Then wealth wealth will rise. People will not become. <laughs> will not become. We now have the instrument to execute kingdom agenda. Are we together here? We might not have enough Sunday school teachers in the beginning, but another six months, another one year, another two years, the men would have become. Oh, my goodness. Would have become. So, so, so when you are planning your future, you need to find out by which identity are you planning it. Are you planning it as Barnabas or as prophets? Because a lot of us are planning life from our natural perceptions of ourselves. But there is a becoming you are becoming. Plan destiny with that one. That one is full of grace. (laughs) That one is full of grace. Can we talk a little bit? So, as the minister to the Lord and faster though, the Holy Spirit said, and um, everybody heard. <coughs> Why? Because Jesus is the center. And Jesus is the focus. And Jesus is the reason for the gathering. And so it's easy for everybody to hear. The word hear is not to hear with the ear. It's to know. Because we are one. Eh? Because we are what? We are one. I said, Pastor, how did they hear? It's simple. Okay. Now, when your last born finished secondary school, did you all not know that I should go to university? <laughs> eh? All of us knew. It was an, we didn't, no, no revelation. It was just simple. We knew. And there were some, all of us agreed that I should go to a very good school. Because we saw the prospect in that one. There was one we said, Koni that in law school, no. All of us knew. Eh? Why? Because we fellowship. 
uh, we fellowship. We saw that for that child to even graduate secondary school, we saw what we went through. And then we know this one can draw. See? draw. Everybody knows. And there's one, everybody's saying that this one must go and do masters in, uh, in Cambridge. Are you with me? Because we know, as natural as it is, in the house of God is also that natural. We should know who God is. <laughs> we should just know who God is. We should know what God is doing. Yeah. Huh? Yes, we, know, we know what God is doing. We know what God is saying. Are we together here? Now, the challenge is that what has, what has dulled us is because we are not focused on Jesus. And that has, that has granted us deaf ears. It has granted us dull hearts. Huh? That what should, what should manifest as knowings is no more manifesting as what as knowing. It should be a knowing. Listen, there is a, there is a purification that happens when Jesus is the focus. The, the, the view in the scene of Jesus purifies the soul. The love of Jesus purifies the heart. You just know. Now, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas, all of them knew. But friends, let me say this to you. Even Barnabas and Paul knew. In fact, they were the first to know. You see, but the church was functioning as one. That the church has the, uh, the, the capacity and the responsibility for the sending. Oh my goodness. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. A lot needs to be restored back to the house of the Lord. We are operating more like the Eden. Are we here, friends? Yes, sir. Let's pray down to me, Paul and Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas knew. They just knew it was time to move. Mm. Eh? Why? Why did they know it was time to move? Because they were not living anymore by their own personal desires. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. Eh? You see, because many, many times, for many of us, we are not the ones that move. Is God a move to where we are going? So it's you that tell God, God, separate yourself from this place because <laughs> I've moved. <coughs> and it will not be good for you to be without me. So I've moved. Yeah. And that's why a lot of us live. God, I've moved. Now, that's why there is no power in our lives because we are the ones moving. A lot of us have been protected by the kindness of God. Because normally you should be out of life. See, there are a lot of you, eh, you are alive because God is hoping that you can still repent. It's not because actually you, don't, you have no right to still be. Because in fact, right now, God is teaching Satan. Because according to the law, you are in Satan's hands right now. God is just telling Satan, wait, needs to rule or needs to rule. Am I not the referee? Extra time, 45 minutes extra time. Ah, 45 minutes, a whole of time. That's what I want to give for extra time. Yeah. Because you move. You move. You are used to moving. You move. You do everything you want to do. And that's why you are prayerful. Because when you move like that, you have to pray. 
Yeah, a lot of people are prayerful because they use prayer to augment disobedience. And, 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 and they use prayer to try and fill in, fill in the lack of peace. When there is no peace, you pray hard. You want to break through because you have no... <laughs> you have no peace. You know what you... You know exactly what you mean. Oh Lord, don't look at my heart. Don't look at my heart. Don't look at... me. You can have, you can be blessed and lost. There was a grace upon Cain through prayer. Cain. When Cain had walked out of the ways of God, unwilling to repent, doing what he wants to do, God told him, Get out of here. You are no more in my presence. Leave. And Cain came back and prayed to God and told him that if I go, people will kill me. People will kill me. And then God put a blessing on him. Anybody that kill you will have a problem with me. Yeah. And so when you, when you see Cain, he has, he, has he has the anointing of nobody can kill me. Whoever gives Cain, vengeance shall be taken on, on him sevenfold. The Lord set a mark on Cain. Lest anyone finding him should kill him. So Cain carried an anointing. It's not killable. But there is no continuity in the life of Cain as per God. There is nothing Cain will do that God is involved. But Cain has the gift of long life. Long life, oh, but God is not involved. You see, you see, you see, when God says I will punish you, you have an assumption that you need to find out who is God for him to find out how he punishes. Because when God says he will deal with you, you, you usually, usually think he is a man. God can deal with you, with, he can give you love. You see, <clears throat> he's God, though. A blessing with long life. You would have thought he's blessed. But you see, if you know who you truly are, you understand that the removal of God from your history is the greatest cause. So God removed himself from Cain. And Cain was the first one to build a city. Now, as a dead man, you think he is blessed. So I told you, it's not every success that is success. And that's why Joshua told us about good success. You shall be driven out this day from the face of the ground... 
I shall be hidden from your face. This is God causing someone. I shall, I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth, and it will happen that anyone. No, no, go, go, let's start from the. So now you are, uh-huh, he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Why? Why, why is the blood of Abel crying out from the ground? The reason is because Abel is alive. And physical death doesn't mean you are not alive. Cain is dead. Physical life does not mean he's alive. Because to cry is to is, is sound. Uh, is sound. So you you can be alive, you are not making a sound. And you can be dead, you are making a sound. The voice of your brother cries out to me from the ground. Are we together here? So I need you to understand this thing. God visited a man called Cain. And he said, the reason I came here is that somebody that is on the ground, I can hear him. Now, it's not you that brought me. This conversation, it's not your prayer that brought me. You are alive, but you didn't bring me down. Somebody's on the ground. That's why I'm, I'm coming. The voice of your brother, now you are caused from the earth, which, which has opened his mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield the strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than what? And I can bear. Are you, are you with me? Yes, are you with me? So the challenge many times, are my friends here, yes, is that sometimes when you walk away from the presence of God, you still look for possible means of existing without repentance. Now, this is a human tendency that we have to deal with if we are going to come into the purposes and the fullness of God for ourselves, for our lives. That there is a reason for the punishment, but what Cain was addressing is the punishment. <laughs> it's not. It's not the reason. Is that I can now? I reduce it. I you know? I reduce Abraham to do something close to this. He said, "Let let each man live in your sight." Now we have a way of working with God. Oh my goodness. So sometimes when you see people increasing their sacrifice, you need to go and find out if they have cut off from obedience. Because sometimes we want to, we want to introduce sacrifice to take the place of obedience. And the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. The fat of ram to Akin, that was the fat of ram. So when you see sometimes somebody giving the fattest ram is in Nigeria. <laughs> it's a bribe. It's a bribe. Because 
God is the one who knows what to say to you to make you look like Christ, to, to change you. And he knows what he's asking of you. And sometimes that's the one we want to retain. And we give him the one that we know that if he collects everything, it has no effect on us. Can I preach here? A lot of us know how to stresslessly give God what will not cost us. We all know what will not cost us. That's why I said you can give your, your, all your goods to be burnt and yet not love. You see, you can give all your goods, but there's something God requires. That one you can't give. And sometimes you can give all your goods. Because love does not emanate from good intention. Love emanates from this, from what he, you see, we can't love him from ourselves. We love him from his commandments. The demands of love is prescribed to you. And that's what even happens in many marriages. Some of us husbands have decided how we want to love our wife. Your wife wants more time. You say, I will give you money. She said, you are not spending time with us. Take two million. <laughs> you are not spending time with us. Take five million. I've taken care of the needs of the house. I love her. I gave her all I want. No, that's not, that's not what she wants. She wants time. No money. Then after the time, you now find out she also wants money. So. <laughs> Are my friends here? Let's go back to our king story. I shall be eating. Are we here now? No, no. 13. And King said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Uh huh. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be eating from your face. I shall be fugitive and vagabond on the earth. It will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. So calm down. You see, before you are, you are, you are bragging that God has answered your prayer, you need to first find out, am I in alignment with his will? Because God answers prayers. He does not change. God can be dealing with you and answering your prayer. You remember the end of Israel? Where they, they tempted him in the wilderness. They asked for meat. He gave them meat and sent linens to their soul. So if they think because God gave them meat that God is happy with them. Are you together with me? So next time, don't just think that because your bank account is increasing as well. You need to, this is a God that can bless you with money and have issues with you. Stop judging whether it is well by things being well. You need to find out and get close to it. Are we still in power, God? Are we, are we still? And the Lord set a mark on him. Who does not want this mark? God just set a mark on you that nobody can kill you. You know, you can even brag about it. Say, I carry this, I carry something. 
no matter the gun, no matter the warfare, the bullet will not carry it from God. And God will say, you carry it. <laughs> but I'm done with you. Let's read. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. He went out from the presence of the Lord. The question, where is the presence? Is there a location where the presence is? The presence is the joining of your heart with his heart. Well, if that thing is together, that's presence. That's presence. Anytime the heart of a man and the heart of God are in sync, what you have is presence. It's the heart. It's the alignment of hearts. When hearts are aligned, then you have the presence. Every time. Now, the presence is not in more money. The presence is not in, is not in miracles. The presence is not in, in, in big buildings. The presence is not in people falling down. The presence is not in goosebumps. Now, those things come from God, but it's not the presence. You remember the angel that, that came to Zechariah? What did he say? I'm Gabriel. The one that, what, that stands in the presence of God. That was what led to the, that was what led to the deafness and the dumbness of Zechariah. The, the, rather, the deafness of Zechariah. Why? Because this angel that came stands in presence. It means that when Gabriel comes, there has to be sync. They have to be sync. Your heart and the heart of the Lord has to be what? In sync. Now, if there was, if, 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 if all angels were in the presence of the Lord, why would Gabriel use that as a specific? I don't know if, I get, I don't know if we can talk here. Why would he use it as a specific definition? So you see, you can be out of God's presence and the angels walking with you are still walking with you. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. I nearly said the play. I nearly said it, but I did not say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the angel walking with you, doing the miracles with you, that God has assigned can be with you, and yet you are not in the presence because the art is no more in sin. God, your With all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. All of it. Because the matters of life, that is, where, that is what is about. The heart is where the matter of life is. The real issues of life is heart. He says, guard it with all diligence. All diligence. Guard the heart with all diligence. The only way you can guard that heart is always to make sure that you stand before the presence of Jesus. Focusing on Jesus is what keeps you. You can't guard it by yourself. Is the is the shepherd of our souls. We just have to make sure that we are with Him, focused on Him. Praise God. 
Why am I teaching this? Because the new people are on the scene now. God is releasing a new people. They are not, it's not a successful people. What we have released, what we have produced in years, years past until now is that we have equated successful people as Jesus people. No. Jesus people, their first identity is not success. Their first identity is presence. Presence. Pastor Obi, we have, we have said successful people are Jesus people. And them successful people have not changed the world. Successful people have not changed Nigeria. We haven't changed. With the success the church has gathered, we haven't changed anything. Are you together with me? So now we have to go deeper. And say, no, 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 it's not just a successful people. It's a what? It's a, it's a people who carry the presence. Now you can carry that presence and not be successful. But you can be successful without that presence. Now we saw one here. He built a city. He had success without the presence. He built a whole city. The first civilization we saw on the earth. This man built it. You can be successful without presence. But you can't have the presence without the success. Oh, Radikabaya. Arukuvi Melekiga. If this was not important, why the Bible says that every man's work shall pass through fire? Why? why? If it's not important, why is that? It's every man's work will pass through fire. And what he built with will be will burn. It means that God doesn't want everything. It means that there is specification. There is what God wants. The new people are on the scene. I said the new people are on the scene. A yes, <laughs> new people are on the scene. Yes, they are carriers of presence. Oh. One of them is in the old covenant. She was the house girl of Neymar. Carrier of presence. Neymar is, is a great captain, but it's leprous. The guest that will help you. Hey, I will help you. She took him. You don't understand. She took him to their prophet. So I will help you. In our place, leprosy is not a big deal. I will take you there. You don't have to. You don't have to increase my salary. I don't have to. Be, I can be made, but I carry what you don't carry. <coughs> I can be made, but I carry what you don't carry. Let's go. Huh? And they went there, and, uh, and then the prophet says, I know you are captain, but I don't have to see you. <laughs> you are not the greatest member. Yes, sir. Go and watch. Yes, yes. She said to her minister, Even only my master were, the, were, with, were with the prophet who is in Samaria. Ah, we live up to the Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, some of you will tell your colleague who is, who is depressed. I say, You are your husband. Can you come and spend three nights in my own house? Your marriage will work. Yeah. 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 You will tell your boss, hey, Oga, you are, you are depressed. Oh. 
Oh God, can you do me? Can you attend our service two Sundays? Two Sundays. Some of you are going to tell your colleagues at work. Ah, come, just come and come and sleep in my house. These demons are oppressing you. Ah, with all this makeup, demons are still pressing you. <laughs> demons are still pressing you at night. Ah. <laughs> will you come and sleep in my house? They will not press you in my house. If I want to make it worse, you sleep beside me. That one is terrible. No demon can come and press you by my side. <laughs> I never born out. I know of a guy who I just I was just a teenager then I just got to university. I thought he loved me. He was always having me sleep over in his room. It was later he told me that the only time he's not oppressed is when I'm sleeping with him. Always oppressed. One day he was so oppressed that they had to take him for deliverance. After taking him for deliverance, during the after the vigil, four o'clock, three o'clock he went to sleep. <laughs> then they came and visited him with cane. And they told him, so he won't look pray on your cover pray for him. They beat the hell out of him. So I started living with him. The first day I went to his house, I was just praying. Boom, I was in a vision. Some women came to meet me. I said, kilo coin, buy, kilo coin. Kilo coin, shall buy, shall buy for our love. I'm telling you, not dream, real. I said, Oga, this place that you are, how are you coping? I told him what I said. He said, Jogba me, Jogba me. <laughs> so I was enjoying free house, free food. <laughs> I know they born her well. They don't born the demon well. Yeah, it's not because I'm a man of God. I'm a child of God. Yeah. Whose heart is in sync? Yeah. It's the presence. Yeah. Where I am has become the kingdom. It's as easy as that. So, the, so that girl was always pitying a uh, guy. Say, ah, let prosy let the call by. There is we get prophet for Samaria. It will heal him of this leprosy. <laughs> the king of Syria said, "Go now. I will send a letter to the king of Israel." So he departed and took, and took with him 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, 10 changes of clothes. They like drama. <laughs> then they brought the letter to the king of Israel. We said, now be advised when this letter comes to you that I have sent him and my servant to you that you may heal him of his, pro, of his leprosy. Now, this is the church of Christ. I said, this is the church of Christ. You may heal him. Of the it's, it's a definite... It's definite. Without, it's not, it's not, this guy is not a doctor. He's what? Prophet. You remember where we started from? Acts chapter 13. He has, he has metamorphosed from just being a normal human to another reality in Christ. The prophet, heal him. Listen, the world will bring their cases to the church yes. now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. They will bring their cases. And it will not just be healing you. It will not just be medical cases. Eh? It will be governmental cases. It will be political cases. They will ask us, who do we think should be the next president? And we explain to them why, why, why. The reason why we are weak, why we are not respected now, there is a reason I will see is in this script. I will show you. 
Let's read. And it happened when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes and said, Am, am I God? <laughs> am I God? To kill and make a life that this man sent the man to me to heal him of his leprosy. Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. <laughs> My God. Listen, it is, it is reserved for the church yes. to do the things only God can do. Yes. It is reserved for the church. After this conference, you are going back home. Yes. And you will do what only God can do. Yes. A, a lot of you will discharge your parents from the sickbed. You will do what only God can do. Let's read. So it was when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, <laughs> that he said to the king, "Say, why are you? Why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know there is a prophet." In Israel, it was a prophet. In 2022, it's a people. See what one did. What will a generation do? I said, this is a generation. You are not I said, this is a generation. This is not exciting, no. This is fact, truth. I said, this is a generation. Let him come to me and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. And a man went with his horses and chariots and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you. You shall be clean. Now, this is not a formula Elisha used always. It's that thing that support him and that told him how to solve this particular problem. Are you with me? Now you have that reality inside you. It's the spirit. Stop being scared when crisis comes. Look within for the answer. And when you are looking for the answer, stop looking for one of the humanly sensible answers. Allow the spirit speak independent of your brain. The spirit does not consult your brain to give you solutions. Go and wash Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored to you and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious. Went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place. (laughs) That's what a lot of us do now. You like drama. Your prayer is louder than the problem you want to heal. Oh, God, I'm yonder. Oh, God, I'm shut up. <laughs> Drama is too much. Drama is too much. You calm down, wait for the spirit to tell you what to do. Drama is too much. 
all those screaming, doing it at home. Not in the day you want to do the work. Imagine if, if, if we go to the hospital to see a doctor and doctors start bringing out cutlass, doing like this. <laughs> Drama is too much. Drama is too much. Our drama is too much. Our drama is too much. We'd like to make everything look calm down. Stretch within and do what you are meant to do. On Friday, we're going to see the miracles God will do now. I mean, on Friday. They told me Friday is a miracle day. You will see. You will see here, you will hear the testimonies on Saturday or Friday night. We will just say, Jesus, take over. And boom. He will do what he wants to do. It's not, which human being can do miracle? If I add more effort, can I do miracle? If your eyes pain you, if I press it more, will he? he? <laughs> if I press it more, if, if nobody's here, is dead. If I scream, ow, ow. Is he increasing voice that will take out the demon? Uh, that if, the, if the spirit don't move, what will happen? So the work is to be out of the sin. Are you together with me? Neman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of. The Lord is God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. And not the uh, Bana and the Fafa, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel. Is he? Is he? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. So even if you want to make me wash in a river, they are better. This river is a dirty river. <laughs> Why? Because they are all about appearance. They like to look. You know, these are the ones who like to put fine picture on IG. It's appearance. They just like to look like things are working and things are not working. Let's read. And a servant came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more there when he says to you, wash and be clean? And he returned to the man of God here on his ears and came out. And he went down and dipped seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child. And he was what? Clean. How many times did he wash? Sometimes. Because that's the amount of time. You see? Whether it was the first time he washed, but it has to be seven. Seven is not a magical number. It's just how God chooses to get it done. It's not, seven is not the number of God. That's your own personal revelation. That seven means perfection. Until you go to another place where Jesus did it three times. <laughs> it's just the instruction. You can say two times. Don't say, ah, seven, number of God. Forget all of that. That's just how you like to excite yourself. It's the instruction. Follow the instruction. Sometimes the instruction will be thank me. Sometimes the instruction will be praise. Sometimes the instruction will be keep quiet. One day I had an encounter, an angel spoke to me. Something's going to happen to you very soon. 
Somebody will do this and do that. He said, when the person does it, don't see anything. That's the instruction. Not in a dream. I was standing like this. The angel spoke to me. The next day, the person came, said everything the angel told me would say. But the person got feedback. <laughs> I had to go and repair. I said, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did not obey the, I forgot. The anger was so much. I forgot. Because encounter does not mean maturity. Yeah. You can see it. You can see it. Five angels. You are still a babe. Yeah. Sometimes the reason God brought an angel is because you were not here. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Vision is not always a sign of maturity. It's not always. Sometimes it's a. Sometimes it's a sign of immaturity. Sometimes. That's why when you go to primary school, they use a lot of visions to teach them. Say, this is good. They will draw, they will show them, this is good. This is circle. Look at, they will give them many circles. Because, you understand? You mature when you can follow your inward witness. Am I preaching here? I did not say visions is a sign of immature. I said sometimes. So when he, when he went and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and it was clean. And he returned to the man of God, he and all his age, and came and stood before him, and he said, Indeed, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now, therefore, please take a gift from your servant. But he said, as the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will receive nothing. Eh? And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Now, can you see that there was a definite way, are you listening to me? That the prophet says he's receiving nothing. He said, as the Lord lives. Eh? What's the second one? Before whom I stand. So, at that current interaction with me and God or a gift to one. So I do not receive gift on the basis of need. I receive gift on the... I must maintain presence for everything I do. If I take that gift, I lose presence. Because before God... So Elisha was protecting before God whom I stand. I receive nothing. That was the premise upon which he was not receiving anything. That God has not permitted receiving. And if I take it, that, that there will be disconnect. And the reason why there is a prophet in Israel is because of this. It's because we have, are you together with me? Now, that is the authority of Elijah and Elisha. That's the authority. The authority of the church is dependent on our loyalty to Jesus. If we don't remain loyal to Jesus, the power of God will not be in our midst. Are we here? That's why this, this focus on success is trouble. Because you will be able to sell Jesus at any given time. Because you have prioritized something else. And when that happens, we lose authority. That's why we don't have the authority we are meant to have. We have the numbers, we have the success, we don't have the authority. We don't have the authority. They don't fear us. There was a, there was a time they feared us. 
You don't fear us again. Now, it's not by doing protest. We need to fix that. It's not by winning a voice. Give us a voice. We don't get our voice from men. When God puts his authority here, they will know we have a voice. That's why I've been praying for this person to die. person to die. They did not die. God is saying, who are you talking to? Who is dying? They die, die. We give him seven days. The guy has used 75 days. As the Lord lives before whom I stand, I will not receive anything. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. Let's read. So Naaman said, Then if not, please let your servant be given. Are we here? Yes, sir. Then if not, please let your servant be given two more loads of earth. For your servant will no longer offer either burnt offering or sacrifice to other gods but to the Lord. Let's read. Yet in this thing may the Lord. Pardon your servant. When my master goes into the temple of Rimon to worship there, and he leans on my hand, and I bow down in the temple of Rimon. When I bow down in the temple of Rimon, may the Lord please pardon your servant in this thing. Then he said to him, Go in peace. So he departed from him a short distance. But Geazi. The servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, Look, my master has spared Naaman this Syrian while not receiving from his hands what he brought. But as the Lord lives, but not before whom I stand. He doesn't have a standing with God. He doesn't have heart to heart with God. God just lives. Now, that is the revelation a lot of us operate with. We know the God that lives. But what about the one that you stand before? I will run. That's it. You see, you will just... (laughs) I will run. That's a fantastic strategy. You become strategic. You become, you become over brilliant when you are not standing before God. I will run after him and take something from him. See the opposite. His master said, I will take nothing. This one said, I will take something. I will take something. I will take something from him. So Gehazi pursued him. So can you see now? Can you see? Can you see how we lost authority? The thing started with Neman traveling down to Elisha. Suddenly, we now see another generation chasing Neman. Do you see how we, how, we, how we lost authority? We saw one standing before God. The nations came to him. We saw another one. God just leaves. He's not standing before God. When that's your posture, you will pursue men. That's why you are concerned about the, the big men that come for your meetings. You will carry your flyer to the house of rep and say, Oga, please, sir, can you come? Uh, can you help us support our building? Can you help us support this? Oga, please, sir, we have so those nonsense people know they can't see the authority. Can't respect the authority. 
There are things your neighbors have done. Your neighbors have pursued them. They have told your neighbors to wait at the reception for three days. Gehazi, rather Gehazi, rather, not Neymar. Your Gehazis have pursued. Pursued Neymar. Gehazi pursued Neymar. And Neymar saw him running after him. Ha! He could see. <laughs> 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 he got down from the chariot to meet him. I said, it's all where? It's all where? They are not asking the man of God. It's all where? We are the ones that tell people it's where. Somewhere. All is where. All is where. All is where. My master has sent me saying, Indeed, just now, two young men of the sons of the prophets have gone to me from the mountains of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of garments. Now, did you see what that guy did you see what that guy planned? What he brought. See what the gas is. So you can see holiness to God. You can see that it's even the shortest route to unimaginable prosperity. This one will make us, will just make us cheap. Cheap. Go and check it. All the prosperity stuff we are doing, all this success we are chasing. Go and check it and those who were in the SU revival. Go and check who's more blessed. They, are, they were more blessed than, yeah. than, yes, than this one. Yes, sir. They were more blessed. Yes, sir. Go. You might not like uh, deeper life. You say they are saying this. But go, go. Go. It's Julius Berger that is building their thing. Julius Berger. Without raising money. One million a year, two million a year. God say one million. God say two million. God say 10,000. God say any amount. And, and please take, they must say, please take two talents. He urged him, I'm, I'm bound two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of garment. I handed them to two of his servants, and they carried them on ahead of him. When he came to the city, there, he took them from there. <laughs> Stored them away in the house, then he let the men go, and they departed. Now he went in and stood before his master. You see, he doesn't stand before the Lord. He only, st- he only stood before. That's the difference between him and Elisha. When Elisha was, stand- was watching Elijah's hand, Elisha also had to walk with God. Yeah. That's how he knew that his master was going to be taken. But he knew deeper that something was dropping. Mm. So it means that he didn't just operate word of knowledge. He operated intimacy. Yeah. Word of knowledge made people know Elijah was going. Intimacy made Elisha know that there's meant to be a double portion. Yeah. Elisha said to him, where did you go? He said, your servant did not go anywhere. He said to him, did not my heart The Lord will help us. 
Lord help us. Amen. Did not my heart go with you when the man turned? So you see, the, the, the height of discernment eh, is purity of heart. It's not even word of knowledge or word of wisdom. It's when, when, you, when your heart is pure, things will be clear. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you have to be careful when you are pretty in a place where there's pure heart. Because judgment is swift. Yeah. Why? Because pure heart means God's holiness is resident. And in that kind of place, judgment is... See, when you're in a place where they are only concerned about the gift, you can do nonsense. But when there is purity of heart, judgment is, is swift. Because there, God is preserving his holiness. Yeah. And that was what happened to Ananias and Sapphira. It was that place was too pure for that kind of action. Yeah. It was too pure. We're talking of a place that you can't even give offering to collect impartation. <laughs> Is that not what we do, right? So if you don't collect the partition, you give offering. They rebuked, they said, you want to collect, the, they said, to where with you and the money. The guy had to repent and say, please. Did not my heart go with you when the man, now, on the issue of the man who wanted to give money for the impartation, the problem, the issue was his heart. It was not the, it was not the offering. It was that he thought that that is the cost. You know, not that he was honoring the anointed. He wanted to purchase the anointed. There are two different things. Because you have to honor to receive. But this was not honor. He didn't give that offering as honor. He gave that offering as bargain. As purchase. That was what was wrong. So it's not wrong to give an offering, but it is wrong to give it. Because when you when when you use when you purchase something, you have the right to ask for receipt and to ask for what you collected. If you did not, if you did not, if you did not get it, you should refund, they should refund you. Yeah, that was what did not make me invite a particular preacher that asked me for money. He gave me a list amount he's going to collect. I said, I don't mind, but is there receipt? <laughs> ah, you can't charge me with that receipt. Ah, because you have charged me, is you is a legal fee. I don't mind paying it, but uh, will you give me receipts? <laughs> if there's no receipt, I do not buy. Are we together here? Did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? I need you to appreciate that this is more than a gift. Don't forget we are seeing Acts chapter 13. I, me, I'm in Acts chapter 13. And I will, all this I've been saying since is to explain Acts chapter 13. And where I am is the Holy Ghost said, separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. And I'm trying to explain the whole curriculum of discernment, which is a, cause, a, a condition of the heart. Don't think I'm just, I know what exactly I'm preaching by the grace of God. Did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? Is it time? Is it time to receive money and to receive clothing, olive groves, and vineyard sheep and oxen male and female servants? Therefore, the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and your descendants forever. And he went out from his presence, leprous, as white as snow. Now, he was destined to carry the anointing. He was destined to carry the authority. But what did he carry? Leprosy. Naaman's leprosy. 
Are we together here? Why did he carry Nehemiah? What's the prophetic implication of that? It means that you are going to look like the same people you were, you were ordained to save. That's the point. Because you have acted like them. If you act like them, if you have their heart, you must have their disease. If you are going to have their heart, then you must have their disease. Why do we have their divorce in church? Because we have their heart. Why is the divorce rate of the church the same divorce rate in the world? Because it's the heart of the world that we have. So if we have the heart of the world, we will have the trouble of the world. So if we, if we, want, to be, if we want to be isolated or inoculated, I don't know the word to use, from the problems of the world, then we must have a new heart. We must have a new focus. We must have a new pursuit, a new passion, a new desire, a new people, a new purpose, a new agenda. That agenda must be to please Jesus. The world is like that because it's not focusing on Jesus. If the church doesn't focus on Jesus, the church will be like the world. Are we together here? Can we take some five minutes to pray in the Holy Ghost and find out what the Lord will, will say to us? Five minutes praying the Holy Ghost. Open your heart and pray in five minutes. Mandia Kasuke Teledis Malek Tomashara Balagada Mandalegadia Sike Teledish Mandarebeshekatia Basa Lekatona Moshegadi Alakatoma <laughs> Randos candos and on the grandish kapaya. Make our hearts white, Lord. Jenda bros and the gadosh and the gadosha. Randon tondon de brando kodabosha dabaya. Jeketusian talagadosh kapande gadosha. Lekadon de brando badabosha nabadabaya. Alignment of hearts. Jeketus kapande gadush kapanda. Jatanteli gadush kapelagadabosha. Lekada Badabashi Maradosh Kependia Tushkapaya. Erodogodobrondo Bogodoboshi Adabalabaya. Lekasote Legedush Kepelegadabalabosh. 
Jetezi Karandu Sapali Edosh, Hayanaman Tendev Rondi Gadosh Ayabati, Ebrote Sefendi Kanotande Gadosha, Mandea Noshi Namando Bahasi, Imbendo Felet Sutayadosha, Jenamamamamando Raso Satea, Maredo Veledondo Brodi Bayabosh. Eba te vendi corasi kalush kepeya, jalando rendo brendendo brando sosaya, lingote lembalo paha pataya dosa, lekeya susuna na kaya do paete, rondo vonda rondo vonda rika palia dosa, jenando rapande broko paya balabata. Jekorando brandi balante leko shiadabaya Jelato rabababanda bonda brendo montoi alaya Jekete leketuka parandus kepelegadota Rando valande ricatus kapanda labadabate Rambo shebete tusa sasande gedushka Ingandora tempre kepunda rabato payadushka E alabamba randi berebonda balabande legedosha la kadoshka pande legoti kaparadoshka pande jekendo brondo bogodo bonto logodo brondo bogodo bosha e la baba 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 help us to always stand with you with our hearts e rakotende brondo 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 bonto logodo bosha beyond our actions beyond what we say beyond what we do lekoshi kapande boko sakateka lebrondo brondi kambande gendo gontaya dabaya i'm here with my heart lord lembo shika labo seketo paya dota mendi bota pate poti kapate rose sendi do shayanopa ningo tende gondo rondi I transact with my heart. Hirato sapande legedosha nedota. Erendo kondo brinda bonte legedosia. I hear with my heart. Alando rasusu tunte legedosia. Erendo kondo bonde lobo dobondi kaloska faya. Hirodo dodo bonde legedonde kondo bonde lobo dobaya. Ashando shando 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 ti. Mando pate pateya, ebreka tusha naka tota taya. I stay with you with my heart. Alando kapali bandu barinda basa, eperendo dobrendo kali kateya. Ajanomba loto logo dobonto logo dobonsha. I know you want to do business in my heart. Epushi pate pate, epina la kosa kaya noya. Ayenema na. Make every heart right before you. Ashia to palate, ate, atenanto sokotoya, aprende kete bondo teleketiska, ayayo ya yo ya yo ya yo, abaya no fasa ketene, imbronti na kote, imbronti na sikaluska. Abalan 
Andi kupale ketopa ekerota tata tata ya ebunduka ebunduka na na kata ashalosi kepani eruda gadi gado erekino susuna amandoshi eninoshi aninosha ya aninoni noni nata epeliba osha aloko suna kapateli adabaya. Ela bossina maia, ela bossina maia, ela bossina maia, 
There is a separation going on. Yes. Halabosh. Yes, Lord. There is a burning away going on. Halikush kapaya dabaya. That impurities of the hands is being taken away. And it's the fire of the Lord that is doing it. If you want to get if you want to be taken away, it will be taken away. Lord, 
take it away. Ila ba 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 ba. That thing that is not making you to rise down with God. Hey, why? 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 Hey, Elagadosha. I paranya telegede telegedoshia erana mama 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 sha ewe elege shatala bai o rukatande legedosh e shadabadabai he has not come us unto uncleanness but unto holiness aladoshatala badabai he said, be you perfect as your father is perfect. Imperfection is not possible. He will not say that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Where are your people, Lord? Where are the sheep of your pasture? We thank you because your spirit will do us good. Thank you because we know that you will purify our hearts. You will, you will cause us to live before you. Father, we ask, O oh God, that on this mountain that we have 
congregated this week. Let us encounter that which is tangible. We will not remain the same. Your spirit will walk the walk of righteousness in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. We'll have an encounter that cannot be humanly explained. Thank you, Father. Everybody be on your feet. Let us pray final prayer. Father, we have chosen to consecrate ourselves these seven days to stand before you. In one heart, one voice, we say, come, Lord. Be manifest in our midst. Help us to see your glory. Change us from within. We are the generation you spoke about. We are now on the scene. Prepare us. In Jesus' name we pray.